Welcome to my human design experiment. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mystical Mac. It is Mystical Monday, and I hope you're doing okay today. I've got uh, an interesting episode, as you can tell by the title. Uh, we're gonna be coming about. We're gonna be talking about awareness once again. <laughs> um, I feel like I just talked about this on my YouTube channel, but you know, it's a big, big topic, and it's gonna be a topic for the rest of our human lives. So, yeah, before I dive into all that. Thank you for joining me if you're new here. If you're not, thank you so much for coming back. I am Mac Guerrero and this podcast is kind of like my own version of a talk show where I I give you my personal experiences and, and my analysis of them and I share with you, you know, sometimes really, really deep and vulnerable things and sometimes even some superficial things and all in in mind all with the goal rather of bringing you something that you can use in your own life be it an epiphany be it a new way of thinking be it a new perspective Um, I'm hoping that my need it's not even just a desire really my need to talk about my experiences and to discuss them uh, in in a sort of medium out loud it's my hope that that will do something for this world that we live in so here I am (laughs) Uh, if you are interested in all of that please check out my other episodes click that subscribe button leave me a review that is super important uh, for me and you know thank you (laughs) Um, and and you can check me out on social media I have included the links in in the description my my social media links and you can check out mysticalmac.com where you can get a little bit of a feel for my style as well as find my nearly daily blog and a couple other things that I will let you check out on your own so let's get into this episode because that was a real shaky intro I just gave you and it's because I've I've had this episode on my mind I wasn't sure what the podcast was going to be about until today I got a piece of information that just really 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 just it made me really sad and and it made me wish that more people had the mentality that the title of this episode states which is that becoming aware is an inside job so I'll start by sharing the story um so I have a snake uh she's beautiful she is helping me in so many ways with her energy, her way of being. Reptiles are very interesting animals. Um, They, they act purely on instinct, you know, not, (sighs) mammals have instinct as well, but we don't act purely on our instincts. Whereas a reptile, for the most part, they all do. And, you know, snakes especially, she's teaching me a lot and so I went to the reptile store that I go to get her food and I I was asking them if they had some sort of rescue program or something like that because I just I know that there are so many reptiles out there that because people get them thinking they're gonna be like you know as 
not necessarily as easy or as difficult to care for a mammal pet, like say like a, a little mouse or um, you know, a cat or a dog even. It's not about easy, it's just it's a different set of requirements, both physically, mentally and emotionally from the caretaker. Uh, than say like a cat or a dog or any other mammal you know Uh, and so and part of those requirements is understanding how that animal functions and understanding that they function purely on instinct so say if it's feeding day and my snake just shed and she's really really hungry and she looks like she's about to attack me I know that I'm not taking that shit personally because that is her displaying that she is hungry I look you know, my hand probably looks like a lo- just large enough to be her food. And so I'm going to go into that situation conscious and aware, there's that word, of that. And I'm not going to do anything stupid. I'm not going to stick my hand right in front of her so she can think it's her food and, you know, strike and attack me. Like, she's also never going to bite me and hang on like I am a piece of food unless she believes that I am a prey item. So there's that too, you know. So anyway, this is all a preface to to my asking if they had any sort of like reptile rescue situation. And they said they don't, they don't necessarily have a program, but they do take in reptiles that people don't want anymore, and they you know they sell them to people to find them better homes um, and the like. And that's really sweet. And we were talking, and he gave me a little bit of information that. Basically, and I don't, I don't want to say that all of Petco stores do this because I, I'm not entirely sure. Um, you know, if they're like franchise, like they're differently like owned by different people. I don't know, but I feel like as a corporation, Petco is absolutely responsible for this. So it's not even individual stores. I'm just like Petco as a whole. Like after hearing this information, and realizing that oh, they don't take. The responsibility that they need to regardless of whether it's like franchises are individually owned or not it, like if you have a, a corporation I, I can imagine you can implement some sort of like corporation-wide you know I don't know code or something that can prevent negligent behavior like this but he basically said that he, in his experience he's he's known Petco to because they don't feed their hatchlings, their baby snakes live, which they should feed them live prey when they're babies because that's really important. It's like we come out of the womb as humans knowing how to suck a breast, but if someone were to give us like a straw, we wouldn't know what to do with that. That's the same way if you feed, try to feed a snake hatchling like a frozen thawed mice, it's like mouse, like it's not it's not the same as a live mouse, obviously. So Petco uh, he's known Petco to basically, if the baby snakes don't take the frozen thawed mouse, they will just let the baby snakes starve. Like, in the back. And that's that's the end of that. And, you know, I normally would, like, be not so quick to believe something like that. However, this store that I go to, I've been going to them for months. That's where I got my snake. They have very knowledgeable employees, um all of their pets, uh, or rather all of their animals seem, you know, like they're in great condition, not even seem like that place has a really good vibe to it, like you can tell that the, even in, in waiting to, you know, be taken to new homes, like they are being 
these animals are being cared for very well so it's a reputable place you know reputable opinion but not just uh, not even opinion a reputable source but not just that so my roommate got a ball python as well and when we she originally got him she got him from a petco she essentially rescued him from a petco they said um that like they basically told her that he's a great eater i mean which he is but um they gave her you know they really were trying to get her to take him home and i'm I'm glad she did but basically he they told her that he was the same age as my snake now i have a female males tend to grow smaller than females females get bigger because they have to hold clutches of eggs so the fact that he is exponentially larger than my snake is insane and it just makes me think that he wasn't the same age he isn't the same age and he was just heavily malnourished and when caitlin started taking care of him and you know feeding him properly and the like that he just he grew to what he was supposed to be another horror story that this this guy told me was that they brought in someone brought in a baby corn snake that looked so malnourished it was like about to die and um he asked her what she'd been feeding the corn snake and she said that petco told her to feed the snake crickets i don't know of any snake that eats crickets like it's like they just took this like gecko care sheet and was like here it's gonna work for all snakes too it's like what but the worst part i mean it's really already really bad that petco as a corporation doesn't know how to properly like ensure that all of their stores whether they're franchises that are individually owned or not like to ensure that they have the proper care the proper knowledge that they need in order to care like in order to keep these animals in order to relay information about how to how to keep them and the like you know and i don't want to say that this is all stores because i do believe that there are some stores out there that have really good reptile managers and you know reptile and fish managers and um i commend them i really do but this needs to be like a corporation-wide thing otherwise like i'm sorry or i'm not sorry actually you're just not equipped to to keep reptiles and to to give information about reptiles to people and to sell these animals to people because you can't be trusted that they'll get the right information you can't be trusted that that animal will have its best chance like but even worse than that is the fact that how did that girl not look up once her snake wasn't eating for say like two weeks how did that girl just not look up what to feed it where is the consciousness and that is where the title of this episode comes from awareness is an inside job okay yeah we were traumatized as children which means that as adults especially as young adults we're going to find ourselves acting a lot like children until we start to deep dive and we start to psychoanalyze and you know hopefully get some therapy and the like and help us figure out those emotions realizing that we still have these inner children that are stunted in growth because they were traumatized But you see, that part that I just talked about, the thing that's we're going to keep acting like children until we do that, that thing, that's an inside job. And that means that is your responsibility. My awareness is my responsibility. Your awareness is your responsibility. Your mother's awareness is her responsibility. And when people 
can't get aware, right? When when they are so, so scared of seeing themselves as wrong or weak or just not at all what they want to see themselves as. And they get holed up in this perspective that they just can't get aware. That's when we have to make an, ex- an executive decision as to whether that person needs to remain so close to us in our lives or not. You know, and, and the thing about awareness is you can't become unaware once you are aware of something. So it's not just like a knowing. It's not like, oh yeah, like I know I drink too much. It's like, no, I, I'm like aware of the fact that I, I, I can't go to bed without alcohol. I'm like aware of the fact that I I get really aggressive and it hurts people. I'm like, do you, do you hear the difference? It's one thing to know. It's another thing to just be really aware. But we have to choose that. We have to choose to see the see the truth even if it's painful even if it hurts even if it angers us even if it makes us want to cry even if it makes us think even if it makes us think that it's gonna make us feel such such horrific emotions that we're gonna die i promise you you won't you will come out the other side you'll come out the other side having felt and having the potential to feel so much more especially in the joy realm You'll have come out the other side having allowed one of those inner children to speak. And trust me, they will reward you. They'll reward you by adding a whole new facet to yourself that you never knew existed. So please, pick up your tools. Because awareness is an inside job. And if you need some tools, I've got some some cool videos on my YouTube channel. Check that out on mysticalmac.com um you know i've i've got some blogs that might help you relate some feelings but maybe just talk it out hire a therapist or pick a person you really trust but awareness is an inside job and we need to start realizing that and taking responsibility for our own awareness thank you i'll catch you next time Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Mystical Mac. Please be sure to subscribe for future episodes and leave me a review while you're there. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok by finding me at Mac Guerrero. Also, check out mysticalmac.com for information on my daily blog, my YouTube channel, and more. Lastly, I'd like to give a big shout out to James Thursday for doing the production of this podcast from here on out, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next week.